Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hello. Hi everyone. How are you? I'm good, I'm hot. I'm boiling, <laughs> but I'm like gagging for a drink. I feel like this weather is just like, you just want to be drinking rosé all day. Oh my God, I wish we could, just on tap. Literally. Endless supply. Literally, I just I just don't want to be working. I just want to be outside all day, <laughs> sunning myself, drinking, reading, doing nothing else. I love the sun, but I feel like when you're working, like, especially because like we're not in like air-conned offices and all that anymore. Speak for yourself. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some of us are. <laughs> But like I get such bad like headaches in the heat. Oh my god, I can't even sleep at the moment because I'm too sweaty and oh, shaky. I hate sleeping and like it's so funny that like, we moan when it rains. We moan when it's sunny. <laughs> no, but I'm so much happier than the sun is out. Oh yeah. Like because at least the day is good because you're just like oh my god it's sunny. And just makes like the days feel longer because it's lighter later and you just feel like everything's good. Everything's and... better. Like every, like even if something bad goes wrong, you're like well it's fine because the sun's out. <laughs> it's fine. It's sunny. It's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> Can we crack the drink out, please? Let's crack the drink out. I'm excited for this one. Why? So um, Scott's chosen it this week. I have chosen it this week. And are you ready for it? I'm a bit scared now. <laughs> I've got it hidden under the tea towel. Oh, my God. So, we've been talking about it oh for my a long time. Oh, Kylie! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I finally oh managed God. to get a bottle. I've got okay. two bottles. Oh, my God. But, um... I... Okay, I have already tried this wine. I fucking love it. Okay, good. Have you not tried it? No. <gasps> okay, me and my mum are obsessed. I think even my stepdad drinks this and he doesn't really drink rosé that much. I think he was a bit hesitant because he was like, it's Kylie. And I was like, and? Ooh. Perfect Pride Month. I'm saying. Kicking off with our ally. Kicking off with an icon and an ally. Oh my god, it looks so nice. I know, it's such a pretty one. Cheers. Oh my good lord. It's so good, isn't it? I wish I got more than two bottles now. Where did you get it from? Sainsbury's. Mm. And it's like, it's fairly like affordable. Yeah, no, it's good price. Oh my God, it's so nice. It's so drinkable. Oh my God. So much reading the back label. Like, what does it say about Kylie? But it doesn't say anything about her. Delicate and fruity. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, it's so nice. Good yeah. Job. Well done. How's your week been though? It's been good. Yeah, it's been really good. I... What have I done? Um, oh my god, the most stressful bank holiday of my life. Why? So I was putting up my new wardrobe. Oh my god, yeah. So I put up the chest of drawers, that went smoothly. I mean, the back didn't fit in, but we just left that, because you know, <laughs> no one sees the back. It's fine. It's fine. Lovely, stunning, all did good. Monday, we decided rather than going out in the hot summer air and like, enjoying ourselves, we put up my wardrobe. We started at two, I finished at half nine. So <laughs> it got to like, we were about to finish it and then we were putting the doors on and we're like, why is this not fitting? Like it wasn't fitting at either end. Like if you had it at one end, it wouldn't work. And then we were like, shit, we put two of the pieces on the wrong way around. So we had to unscrew and unhammer. Oh my God. So what, you had to literally like I undo it all? A good... Yeah, we had to, sorry. Excuse me, who was that? Yeah, I literally had to get the hammer and like rip it because it wasn't, like, because I'd done the nails really tight with the hammer. So I basically had to pull it out. It was a cheaper wardrobe for like 100 quid. So I was like, it's fine. Like, 
That's and then so... we kind of rehammered it back together. <laughs> and then the doors wouldn't fit. Still, like, they, they, they fit, but then one was overlapping the other. Oh, my God. And I was literally like, what the fuck? But I was so hot, so sweaty, so, like, frustrated. I was like, I need to get this wardrobe done. My flatmate then had to go, like, have dinner and, like, you know, FaceTime her partner. And I was still, like slogging away at this I finally managed to do it I took like, oh. I rotated the entire wardrobe by myself literally like we fitted the doors like 10 times it's finally worked basically and then I was putting one of the drawers in the drawer didn't fit and I was like oh my god oh just one thing after the other no, no. but it's fine it's done all my clothes <laughs> and like, I put all in my railroad room looks so much nicer and bigger and brighter okay, that's and good. I feel so like it, settled it was worth it, it was in so the end worth it. it was so worth it <laughs> but yeah that's basically been my week recovering from that oh my god how's your week been? Um, not as eventful as that. <laughs> um, I've been looking after my little doggy this week. Your mum's dog. My mum's dog. Um, and it's, do you know what? It's so weird, but like, I've been so chill this week. Like, having oh, her here. Really? Like, you know, it's like dogs, like therapy, like a form of therapy and all that kind of jazz. Really? I mean, my oh. dog's a bit, the dog's a bit schizo. You're anyway. not going to lie, she literally jumped up and missed it. I was like, well, welcome to life. Thank you for this. She's just a sassy little dog. Yeah, she's um, sassy. But... Yeah, and it's like, I mean, such a chill week, and it's actually been so nice to have her, and, like, she's actually been making, like, me and Gabriel go out for walks, yeah. and, like, actually get out, rather than be stuck in all day. Because it's um, such a nice weather outside, you should be going. Yeah, exactly, outside. so, like, we've been taking her for, like, a walk before work, mm. and, like, even that, like, just, when we went this morning, we were like, we need to start doing this, like, even when she's not here, because mm. it's actually just nice even to get out for, like, ten minutes, like. Yeah, just a little walk around the block. Yeah, exactly. But, um... Yeah, apart from that, I mean, a four-day week as well. Thank oh, you, Bank yeah, Holiday. Oh, yeah, thank God for that. Apart We're getting a long that. one next year as well, thanks to the Queen's oh. 70th. See, Lizzie's good for everything, isn't she? Yeah, she is, bless her. Bless her. Good old Lizzie. Good old Lizzie. <laughs> so, should we move on to our first topic of the week? Yes, let's move on to it. So, yes, another episode of Drag Race Australia. This show can just never go swimmingly. It's going to never go well. Honestly, every week. I just don't know why I watch it anymore. <laughs> oh my god, no. I do actually have like a favourite now. Who New Zealanders left. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I've forgotten their names. I do care. Oh, about Electra them. and... And um, Ketamine. Yeah. I like those two the Yeah, most. they're my favourite. Yeah, I feel like everyone else, I'm just like, but you're a bit fake. You're a bit like, meh. Yeah. You're good enough. Or like, you're just over, like, rated. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there was the whole hoo-ha... Yes, there With, was. What's her face? What's her? Scarlett Adams. Adams. I was going to say the wrong <laughs> one. Um, got called out for her blackface by Rue. Her old, when she used to do blackface. Mm-hmm. Um, but she obviously got to stay in the competition. Yeah. I mean, I do think the worst consequences should have happened. Yeah. Um, It's just, uh, what I hate with this kind of stuff, like, I wish you saw the full story of what happened because, mm. like, I feel like more consequences could have happened, but we're not being made aware of it. Yeah. And I'm like, because it should have been, there should have been harsher consequences. Like, it shouldn't have just been like a, I'm going to put you on the spot kind of thing. Spank on the yeah. wrist and then like, off you go. It seemed very like, um, okay, we're going to address this because we need to address this. Right. And that's it, then we're going to move on. Yeah. And I felt like, yeah, it could have been, a bit more could have happened. Mm. But I also do get Rue's point of, like, there's no point just, like, kicking you off, like, because like, it needs to be, like, we need to move on and, like, learn from this rather mm-hmm. than just being, like, you're punished, you're cancelled, which I do understand. Yeah, and I think, like, we've spoken about it before, I think, like, cancel culture has become such a big bag of just 
it's gone too far, basically. Like, cancel yeah. culture is, is overtaken everything. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I do think Rue was right in saying that. But I do also get that from other people's point of views, why you would be annoyed if that's literally, like, they got to stay and, like, might do really well mm. in the competition. They could, I don't know whether they're going to win now. Yeah, I feel like Rue, it, that could have been a setback for them. Yeah, because I don't know whether Rue would allow them to win. For that sake. Yeah. Mm. Do you, like, do you know what I mean? No, like, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, yeah, like, you can stay like, the long run and then you can... Stay long run, but you're not going to win. Yeah. And maybe that's a punishment. Maybe that was part that, of the contract. In itself, <laughs> that, you know, you won't win. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, and I think it's that thing of, like, karma will always get you at some point. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm very true believer in it. Mm. Um, but it was sad that, like, the one person actually called her out then went home. Mm. Like, I was just like, what? I think... I mean, like, we even said it, like, on last week's one with um what's her chops coming back oh simone oh simone yeah like with her coming back and obviously like they kicked the two people of color out early on yeah. and it 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 just it just seems so like political and so like manufactured that other seasons don't like i've been re-watching well i've just been watching um season six for the first time and mm. like so good and like I know obviously there really were things going on behind the scenes and stuff, but it just seems so manufactured now that it's at such a level of fame. Yeah. That it's so calculated. So like plan that they probably had their winner mm-hmm. in mind, probably Art Simone. God, yeah. I swear if she goes on to win it. No, I it's just... just such a fix. But this is the thing that like, I don't know why I'm still watching it to watch who wins. Yeah. Like I don't I do care about the New Zealand Queens now though. I'm like, yeah, I want one of those to win. Yeah, I do. I definitely want one of those two to win. And yeah. especially after um Oh my god, why are we so bad at names? <laughs> It's because yeah. she's got a great show. Yeah. Uh, Anita. No. Anita. Yeah, Anita. Yeah. Like, um, after she went, she was so fine. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> I know. Because yeah. they're all best mates, mm-hmm. those three. And they work together and stuff. I know. I just, yeah. I'm just saying, I hope it picks up. But I don't think it's going to. I mean, to. it's silly. <laughs> thank God it's nearly over. I mean, I say thank God. Hopefully, they just learn from the first season. And if yeah. they do a second one, like it'll be one. much better. Yeah. Like the UK. Yeah. UK. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's going to top that no, song. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. No, let's really. move on to good old Real Housewives of New York. Well, we saw a lot of um, penis this week. Oh, my God. Don't say the P word. <laughs> the P word. Literally, what even was that argument? I'm sorry, like, Ramona, I've heard you say such worse things on that show. I feel like I have so many opinions on the past, because we didn't speak about it last week, so the past two episodes. Oh, my God, yeah, we did it. What happened to the last one? Was that the dinner? That wasn't the dinner. Last, that was the, the aftermath of the dinner. Yeah, and then they went on with the, when they went to Luann's house. Yeah. Yeah, for the art class. For the art class for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <sighs> Ramona, like, oh God, like, I love her because she's an icon, but I hate her because I just, I... Because the reason she's an icon, like, <laughs> like, I love her and I hate her at the same time. Honestly, like, I watch it and I'm like, I know, it's, oh, I'm not going to say it, it sounds really bad, but like, if we got into, not me, obviously, if she got into a fight with another woman, I would not break her up. No. Because I'm like, beat her, please, because she's yeah, so, want... she's actually so rude. <laughs> She oh, she's so, so disrespectful. Rude. It's ridiculous. And like, but then again, is that a thing? No, she gets a. Does she yeah. get that as a, like a free hall pass? Like yeah, when really she shouldn't create the drama. Yeah, and God, oh my God, we spoke about this. I've got beef with Luann anyway. Uh, personally, <laughs> well, yeah, you know. <laughs> but 
oh my god, this woman is yeah, scraping for storylines this season. Also, like the whole like I got more education than you. Like, shut up. That conversation just bewildered me so much. And literally, and like when Ebony first said about like the whole angry black woman thing, I was like, what's she on about? And then when she explained it to Leah, mm. then like everyone else, you stormed off. No one called you angry. Yeah. Emotions. Like, oh my god. Yeah. You're like obviously no. I wasn't down to what she was right, but when she said it like that, it really broke it down to me. I was like, that's so true. But it's also the thing of like, um, Leah got up from the table shouting and left. Yeah. She then came back for a second time yeah, to carry like, on shouting. And like bad mouthing everyone. Yeah. Like, like, you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. I mean, we are all hoes. Yeah. But still. But like, like it's not it, the point. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, like, Leah can do that. Yeah. And Ebony was literally like, speaking, I felt very calmly to be honest. I was going like, to say, I thought she was just very, like, passionately yeah, she was talking. Passionate. She wasn't like, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. She was, she was like, no, I disagree passionately. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was, and she, yeah, she was sat down, she wasn't getting like in anyone's face. She was, like, very, like, not demure, but she wasn't, like, lashing out. I mean, she wasn't like the other ladies who no. just bloody Annihilate do all each sorts. other. Um, I love Sonia, though. She was just, like, she's, like, there, like, She yeah, was just there on the sidelines. I'm, like, like this is what I want to see. Like, yeah, Sonia, like, putting the man's, like, pants yeah. down and just, like, having a, having a bit of fun. Oh, yeah. I, it was so nice to see that side of Sonia. And when that, when that man turned up and, <laughs> and Sonia was, like, sorry, who the fuck is this? I'm not sleeping with this man. <laughs> it's the way, like, with the guitar guy. Yeah, it was so random. The man was, like, oh, I think she, I think he'll be Sonia's type. Yeah. He showed up and I was, like, and then like Sonia was like, he's an artist, I'm an artist, I don't like artists, I like bankers, and I was like, Sonia, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> go where the money is. Go where the money is, always. Be an artist, go where the money is. <laughs> but it's just um oh my god. I'm intrigued to see how the rest of the season goes, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like it's the I think they just needed like another housewife. I, I do miss having they, another one. I think that's why they brought Jill back. Mm. Is it, no, Heather. Heather. Oh, it's Jill. Jill. Oh my god, can you imagine if Jill came back? Not I mean, I feel like they probably do, that's what they need, but. Yeah, like I just think it's a bit meh. Like, I'm enjoying it because I just love Housewives, but I think, yeah. Think it's weird, so else. it's been four episodes. Yeah. But I almost feel like it's been like 16. Yeah. But at the well, same like, time, well, I like, feel like enough's happened. happened. And, like, yeah. They're kind of making mountains out of moments. They're always just. For, like, just content. Yeah, and always like rehashing the same stuff, and it's like. Just what I think what I hate Ramona, she's such a flip flopper. Like she'll yeah. sit there and like verbally attack you and then two seconds later she like hugs you and she's like, I'm so sorry, like I really support you, I love you like yeah. a sister and it's like absolutely not. Yeah. And also another thing with Luanne, when her and Sonia were having an argument in the van on the way to wherever they were going. Yeah. And like Ebony said, like one minute they were like going at each other, the yeah. next they were like hugging yeah. and like crying. Yeah. But like I think it's so bad of Luanne. The way she, things she was saying to mm. Sonia, like you've just said, how she's. I'm, I'm really sorry if this offends anyone, but I think Luann is milking this old whole um, alcoholic storyline. Do you think? But like, yeah. she is. I'm not saying yeah. she's not taking that away from her. But whenever something happens to someone else, yeah, it's like it's my. She's like, I need a spotlight. Oh my god, I can't be around alcohol. I'm going. And it's like, Leah, and it's like that's not a thing to do with anything. And it's like Leah, who's actually like faced with issues for far longer. Mm-hmm. You know, she's never like this is impacting me. I need to leave. Yeah, and, and I'm like, makes it about herself. I get with some people they can't be around it, or they're not. Yeah. they haven't got that far in their process to yeah. be able to do that. Completely get it. Mm. But again, if she's sitting there saying that Sonia's out, like got problems, Sonia's this, Sonia's that, like Sonia needs help. Yet the way she things yeah. she said when she was like in that saying cup, things, she was so nasty. It was so aggressive, and it was things that just like 
you want to be there for a friend, and even right, they might piss you off. You do not yeah. stoop to that level. And if you know your friend's suffering, you can't have to take it on the chin and bite your tongue. Yeah, you know that in the long run, they don't actually mean it. And like again, like we know what Sonia's like. Yeah, like I mean, I wish we knew her personally. I wish we lived going after each other. But, but like we know what she's like. Like when she goes on a rant, she'll say things to say things. Yeah, and it's the way Luann sits there. And she's like, okay, you want to talk about? It? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Whereas like, because Sonia's coming from from a place of pain. Yeah. Like real like heartache. Whereas Luann's just doing it to like make a dig, and it's very different energy. Neither is. Like excusable. No, exactly. There's you can tell why someone who does the things she does. Yeah. Whereas Luanne, you just like you're just a bit of bitch. Like she's just. I literally like, like again. I feel like she's just milking it no, she's just to get those those like five minutes of fame on each like episode. And it's like I get it if you if that is your problem, but like mm. it's literally it's always when like drama kicks off or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like oh this is impacting me. It's like she's like I can't be around this. I can't be around this. I can't be around. And I'm like I'm sure when COVID restrictions open up fully over there for you guys, you will be the first to be out there like yeah. socialising once again. Yeah, literally. And then you'll be fine to be around it. Yeah, yeah, you'll have no problems with yeah. that one. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to more rich bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of like took the internet like by storm. I feel like such an old person saying that. Taken the internet by storm. storm. <laughs> so basically, this new pool in Battersea that's actually like sky high mm. in between two buildings. First of all, I would not go in there if you paid me. Absolutely not. Terrifying. Like genuinely, like what the fuck? Like. It just looks literally screams final destination to me. Oh my god! There's gonna be one crack like, and you're gonna go. Oh my god! Like, I just don't understand how you could be. I couldn't. Like even on the hot day, yeah, but no, I'm fine. I'd rather go and sit in my sink. Why <laughs> <laughs> like, did your brain go to that? I don't know. But, <laughs> but like, you looking at it, I'm like, no. But also, I'm like, how do they make it? Like, how do they make that? Some very, very big cranes. <laughs> I think. Like, like the, even the idea of like people like making that makes me feel a bit sick. Yeah, like looking at the pictures, I'm just like, good lord! I've just seen people there. Yeah, I'm watching like, the video and I'm like, guys, get out the pool, get out the pool. It's gonna fall. <laughs> it's gonna go down the middle. Oh, I wonder how thick the glass is on it. I don't know. It's like those like buildings, you know, like when you just like Portsmouth and stuff, the Spinnaker Tower. Mm. You know, but obviously like the Burj Khalifa and stuff. I'm like, I just don't enjoy those things. I just like, yeah. Like standing the painted glass and be like, oh look down. It's like no. Absolutely no, no. not. Like I just can't. I no. I will not. I'd like to go to see it, but I still, I mean, I wouldn't go, go to, I couldn't go to the edge to like. Oh my god, like get in. Oh no. no. But also, we wouldn't probably be able to get in anyway because the own residents of the building that it's been made in can't necessarily go into it. Yeah. Which is, this is uh, just a joke, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> and then there's been like, I mean, that's like a joke. And then there's also more like a really serious side that lots of people have been talking about on Twitter is the whole like development, gentrification sort of mm-hmm. vibe. So a journalist called Jason Okundeye, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, um, he wrote a tweet being like, this is five minutes away from where, from the estate I grew up in Battersea, where the council abandoned social housing tenants with damp silverfish and no central heating in their flats for months, rubber stamps, stamps luxury developments like this on our doorstep. Um, and this is what the residents had to deal with in terms of distribution to the landscape for years also built to buy across the road with the power station nine elms regeneration and i think it is just that whole thing and i know like obviously 
Because she said, seen a tweet below, been at the gentrification of Battersea, Clapham, Tooting, and Brixton has brought no benefits to the Goose's population. Mm. And I'm like, now I'm like, oh shit, and now I feel really guilty because, like, I live in Tooting. Like, am I one of those people? But then it's, I think there's a very difference between, you know, living in a flat to living in that. Oh and, my like, god, yeah. And, like, like making that <clears throat> the, the like, development and, like, places that like, the locals, like, you're now out. Oh my god, what do you call it? Like the locals then in kind of forced to live there. They have lived there. Like yeah, like the people years. who've been yeah, the ones that have been living there the longest suddenly yeah, can't afford it. Yeah, or they're going without stuff like heating and like gas yeah. and all of that. And it's like where the, obviously these development people are always the first to be like, Oh yeah, we supply the like Like the local area. The local area with all like this with all of that. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, Are you sure about that, hun? Yeah, and it's just like and it is also the councils of like accepting that money when they're not literally looking after, like, they're getting the bare minimum for people to have, like, yeah, essential heating, like, no mould in their homes. Like, mm-hmm. they need to get to a level where everyone is lucky. Like, not lucky, like, it's not even a luck thing. It should be, like, a decent, like, human right to be able to live in somewhere where you're not going to be, like, ill from, like, having damp in your home. Yeah, and it's, like... I mean, like, we know, like, the flat I used to live before, mm-hmm. like, that had problems. Like, they had really bad damp problems and, like, mould. Yeah. And it's like, it, and we, I think we said it before, like, in conversation, like, even noticing, like, moving from there to the new place, mm. how much, like, my health improved. Yeah. And it's like, for these people, again, that have lived there for so long and had all these problems. Yeah. Like, where's this, where's it getting better? Yeah, like, how is this helping anyone? Yeah, like, what, all you're doing here is making money because you've got a rooftop bar as well. Yeah. And you're probably charging however much to actually go in there. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous, like, it's just... Like, I've been quite lucky with where I lived. Apart from, like, when I was at uni, I had, like, one house that was just, like, mould growing everywhere. Mm. Like, boots, like, literally, like, eating broke. It was freezing. And, like, that was me for, like, six months. Like, I can't imagine that my entire life. And then to see that, I just, I feel so fucking angry. I know. It's like, when you actually, this is the thing, like, when you think about it, and I feel like it's with a lot of things, obviously, when you first see it, you see it on the surface of, Mm. like, Oh my god, like a see through rooftop pool. Oh no, my god, god bougie. No. Yeah, what the fuck? And then you actually delve into it a bit more and you're like, actually, like. This is so problematic. Yeah. And like, I know obviously there has the whole thing of like gentrification of like people bringing new like hipster cafes. And I know that's beyond, like, that's on the same vein. And maybe I'm just trying to like, I don't know, defend my own, like, well, I'm, I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a level. There's, yeah, I get what There's you like mean. There's, like, levels of gentrification. I don't know whether it's something really stupid there, like, me saying that. No, I feel like there probably is. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like, to most things, there's not just one level. Yeah, there's always, like... There's yeah. always something more or less. Yeah. In a way, like... Mm. And I think, again, it does... Obviously, we always say it about everyone's own opinions. Mm. But it's just... Yeah, I just... I don't know, like... And also, it's the fact that it's situated next to the billion-dollar US embassy building... Yeah. And also, it says it was a it was developed in Colorado. What? Yeah, and then it was shipped to the UK. What the pool? Yeah. How's that? Break? Also, it's heated, and it holds three hundred. Who need this? Oh no! Who needs that? It holds three hundred seventy-five tons of water, with special technology that allows it. Oh my god! What? It has been developed using special technology that allows it to move in high winds. Absolutely not. Oh I'm God, sorry. Like I'll be it. washed out over the side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a beached whale on the pavement. <laughs> oh my God. It's just. I just. 
Yeah, I don't get it. But what makes someone think, like, oh, look at these buildings, I know what that needs. Yeah. A, a see-through pool pool. connecting them. Yeah, and it's just... Oh, so I've just read a tweet. Someone said, there was a meeting in Battersea a few years back about the planning for these buildings. A lady speaking, I believe she was from the River Argent, where that is, said, the sooner we can get all the council tenants out of Battersea, the better. And it's just like, what the fuck? This is like the people, like, people generally think this way. Mm. And it's crazy that, like, it's just money, 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 money. It's just, yeah, again, it's like what we just said. So like, it's the people that can't, so the pool can't be exploited in the shared ownership part of the, of the development. So, like, if you, like, you know, when you buy a flat, yeah. it's like shared development, you can't access it. And that's such a fucking snobby Why thing. Why not? I mean, if you're doing a full shared development before, it's fucking expensive. Oh, what? Just, I don't get that. It's just so fucking snobby. If you live in the building, mm. no matter what your situation is, yeah, like it's you, in your, it's on your building. You lived on your roof. You probably paid for that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the funny thing. Yeah. Is that yeah, you would have contributed to that. Oh. People, honestly, I just, I can't. Yeah. People and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and someone's replied saying that they can't. Our buildings are saying we also cannot access the roof terrace, cinema, cinema rooms, residence gym, or pool. I'm sorry, cinema rooms. The concierge, the concierge is also not asked to tell us when our parcels have arrived, despite accepting them for for us. What the I'm fuck? sorry, this place seems corrupt. Would, yeah, I, I, th- I think I think we got that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Point out the obvious. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little bit, a little bit corrupt. Um, but yeah, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah, London is ridiculous. It really, oh yeah, yeah. It's the thing, like, everyone always, like, longs to be in the city and all mm. of that, and I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot that comes with it. Yeah, I mean, as someone who actually moved through weeks ago, <laughs> I am discovering this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Right, anyway. Yes, let's, let's move, move on. on. So, of course, it is now June, which means it's Pride Month. Best month of the year. Um... But I don't know, I feel very, um, I feel like, uh, I know we're only like, what, three days into it, <laughs> but like, I feel like it's, I don't know, this one to me feels very much more political or mu- there's much more going on already. And more like weight to things. Yeah, like there's, yeah, literally that. And I think, obviously all these brands are coming out with their amazing um, special edition Pride collections it will disappear after the month but it's also just I feel like there's actually been like quite a few negative things happen yeah and I feel like this time last year I feel like I was really obviously was in lockdown but I felt like I was really sort of like discovering more about me and I felt like that was, I said last year that like it was the first time I'd finally sort of felt like me kind Aww. of <laughs> a bit deep but like this year, I just think maybe because I am so much more devoted to it mm. and in it that I've just seen so much more like negative things come out yeah, about it. Yeah, pissed off about it. Yeah, and the first thing, <laughs> of course, it has to be this is Love Island. Yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. So lo- apparently, the boss has said that gay contestants would present logistical difficulties <sighs> by being on the show, um, and the commissioner Amanda's. Stavry. Stavry has said that, um, sorry, my dog has just entered the room. <laughs> um, it said that um, they don't have to be 100% straight 
And to be honest, I don't really get that. I mean, I think the whole thing is actually like they will have a bisexual woman who will kiss snog a girl, but will ultimately end up with a man. And it's that whole thing of like, oh, we've done it. We've got someone from the LGBT community, but basically we're just catering to a sexual, uh, a straight heterosexual fantasy of two women getting off with each other. Yeah, and again, it's it's always like, I mean, I, I get it in the way of, I mean, I don't get it because you just have to figure it out. Yeah, you just you just make, <laughs> you just make it work. You make yeah, it like happen. there's nothing to get. Like yeah. you just you've got this show. You decide the format. You decide who's goes in it. You can make it. It's not logistically difficult. You're just being lazy. Yeah, literally, that's what it is. And it's just the fact that like they say like Islanders don't have to be 100 percent straight. And it's like, oh, okay, thanks for that, hun. Oh, like, cool. Thanks for that. Yeah, like, and it's just like a fetishization of like bisexuality. If that is what they're basically saying. Yeah, and again, but like you said, it always seems to be women. Mm. And I get, obviously, um, don't condone men, like, trying to flip straight men and all that kind of thing. No, but like... But why can't you have a bisexual man on it? Why yeah. can't you have a gay man go yeah. in with a few bisexual men or gay men in there? Yeah. Like, why can't... And same with women. Why can't yeah. you? Why can't you have a trans person Because going? also there's no point having one person... From that in there, because then you then if they are bi, then they're only ever going to end up with probably a man, or yeah, a woman if they're a bi man. Mm-hmm. Because what else are they meant to do? Literally, and I think <laughs> over the like with the last season of Love Island, mm. like surely they would have learnt that they just need to do more. Like yeah. obviously everyone is waiting for it to come back, and like everyone, well, not everyone, mm-hmm. um, can't wait to watch it. But it's also just a thing of like. As a TV show, mm. just mix it up. Represent your literally Love Island. Represent yeah. the current. Yeah, and I used to be like, well, why does it matter? It's only Love Island. But I was like, actually, Love Island has such a cultural sway, and like, everyone is so fucking obsessed with Love Island. It's ridiculous. Honestly, like even like, down to like like the bikinis that everyone's wearing, yeah. and like there's so much like trends set from the yeah, show, like, like even in the fashion world. Yeah, it's ridiculous that like. They actually have so much sway. Like, millions of people tune in to watch this, yeah. this reality show. Yeah. And it's the basically kind of forces people to fall in love with people that they might not actually yeah. fall in love with. But it's like, what... I just... When I first read this, I was like, are you actually kidding me? Mm. And in Pride Month, I mean, this might have been reported obviously earlier. Yeah, but it's come out this week. It came out this week, and it's like... Again, it's ITV. Mm, like ITV, like what you're doing, like. And also, for ITV to be running that mental health campaign they ran during lockdown, the irony is just ridiculous. I yeah, like, and uh, just it just really angers me because I'm like, what? what it is just the doesn't problem? represent like a modern Britain. That and it's just like it's such poor shitty excuses. Yeah, it's like okay, fine. If you're going to do that, then make a whole entire different show mm-hmm. that's about LGBT people. But they're not. They're not commissioning that. So, that literally, it's just, like, excuses, excuses. And I think as well, like, I mean, obviously, don't, I'm not saying this against, like, people like Laura Whitmore or, like, Ian Sterling mm-hmm. and that, and, like, obviously the background, everyone behind the scenes. Yeah. But why aren't people on the show, who work mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. challenging it? Yeah. I mean, we don't know that they're not. Oh, yeah, true. But, yeah, I get your point. But do you know what I mean? But it's like, that kind of thing of, like, it has to come from somewhere. Yeah. And, and like, like, people like, yeah, like, people like Laura Whitmore and Ian Sterling do have a lot of power. Yeah. In, like, you know, the popularity of the show, or Ian, more than Laura. Yeah. That's fun. Um, but, no, but, like, it would be nothing Yeah. Like Ian. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, 
they do have sway, but then also you're like, well, I've got a job, I'm going to keep it. Like, I don't want to... But I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just... It's crazy how, like, much power a TV show can have. Yeah, and it does. If we allow it to have it, though. And, like, not taking this away, mm. like, it did have its glory days. Mm. But I'm like, it's not what it used to it's be. It's not what it used like, to be. Like, it's such a cheap show now. Yeah, and I think it's obviously very, like, it's an influencer heaven. Oh my god! If you want to be an influencer, go on it. As soon as yeah. you come out, you'll be you'll be flogging your detox teas and your, <laughs> your protein power. Yeah, your pretty little thing collection will be lined up for you. Yeah. And like, I enjoy watching it, and I'm not not gonna watch it. But I think we have to remember it for what it is, and that we shouldn't allow it to take over. You know, like I feel like it's. Really, I think that's really hard not to. Yeah, it's because I I know people. Mm. that have watched the show younger people mm. who watch the show and like they've gone on to want like lip fillers and boob jobs mm. and all this yeah. and I'm like is it because like you're seeing all these images yeah. that has, has a certain that, aesthetic yeah. like yeah. and I think it is like we've said this before as well like the whole body image kind mm. of thing and like body representation on yeah. the show but like if you ain't gonna do bloody well, LGBT said, at least do bloody body positivity well, I was say, apparently they've Someone told me this today that some this is like an old quote or something that when they were asked about body diversity and stuff, they were told that well the contestants have to fancy each other. And it's uh, like, sorry, what? Like if you, what are you saying then fanciful person is like a skinny white, yeah, blonde brunette. Like, I remember Kardashian type. Yeah, literally. And I remember when Jack Fincham was on it with Danny Dyer. Yeah. And he was to He's me he, absolutely there was nothing wrong. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with any size, but No. Like very, he was just a normal bloke. Yeah, but I almost weirdly felt the pressure for him. Yeah, to be like... To be like, oh my God, when he comes off this, he's going to look at this and be like, oh my God, like... Yeah, like, he's he going to see it. He didn't have a six-pack, he didn't have, like... And, like, now he's gone on to lose yeah, weight and... Yeah, like, become a boxer. And yeah, and I'm like, was that because of the show or was that personal choice? Yeah, like, but, like, the thing is, like, he was the one that had the most personality about all the boys. The one oh my God, he was... A, yeah. Like, which is why Danny obviously fell for him because she actually wanted to have someone that she could like connect. Actually, with. Actually, yeah, a general connection with. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I like to see how this pans out. To be honest. Yeah, I think also I think we always talk about girl, female like body diversity, but we never really talk about male body diversity. And I yeah, think we but should. I, yeah, I think we should, and obviously, like I do sort of class myself as like an advocate for that. Mm. But at the same Definitely. time, it's also like. I think it is just a general thing. Like obviously you had Shauna Phillips, um, who is absolutely beautiful and stunning. Um, but even then, and like she's still she hasn't changed. Like she's still no. sort of it obviously I know like her um journey hasn't been easy to accept herself. Mm. But like she was stunning, like and again, yeah, but it was never I never looked at her body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I mean I don't know if that's just me or us. Yeah. But like I never, I whenever these people come on, I never look at their bodies. Yeah. But then maybe that's big, but even I don't know. It's just, it's quite a warped thing when you have to think about it. Yeah, and it's weird what people pick up when they watch the show. Yeah. What they focus on. Yeah, literally. Um, moving on to sadly another shitty thing. <laughs> this is actually shittier, I think, because this actually like impacts. This is like a law. Yeah. So we spoke previously, I think it was maybe like three weeks ago on a show about it being a possibility that Florida was going to ban... um, Thank you. You're welcome. Was going to ban uh, trans people from competing in sports in schools. Um, And this week, sadly, 
um, it has gone through and been passed. So you can't, I think, do you know it's actually targeted, I think, more towards trans women mm. not being able to participate in female sports. Right. Um, and the <laughs> briefly reading up about it, it said that you have to, the students have to go by the gender that is stated on their birth certificate. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I'm so speechless. Like, yeah. I just, when you think of like, I don't know, like I've, like we've said again when we spoke about this before, um, like I spent like so many years going to Florida, and like yeah, for me still, I'm like, it. it's my place, my happy place. Yeah, but now, but now I'm seeing it? this, and I'm like, I just, ugh. Yeah. Like it's so it's so disappointing, but mm. then I'm like I'm just so angry that it's this like, has been passed. It's just like we're going backwards. It's like we're in the Handmaid's Tale. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like oh, and uh, sort of like twisting it a little bit. Like Biden announced this actually openly acknowledged LGBT Pride Month and all of that this week. Yeah, but you know that's a fucking bare minimum. You fucking should. Yeah, and it's like, and he's said about how there's gonna be more funding for HIV research and like that. That's great. But surely, I mean, I don't know how politics in America works, mm. but surely being the president, you have, have a say in this. Yeah, like, definitely. And I know that like, getting the HIV research is great, but this Florida bill impacts children directly, mm-hmm. like from tomorrow. Yeah. The HIV research, yeah, that's great, but that might affect people for 20 plus years. Yeah. In that time, so much can change and upset people and, like, shit can happen. And, like, for kids, like, trying to play sport with the gender that they feel comfortable with. It's, like, play sports with their mates. It's just really sad. Yeah. Uh, and that think... affects so many children today. Yeah, like, and I can't remember what I was watching. Um, I can't remember, but it was a thing of, like, people go to school to feel safe and um, to feel... Ex- ah. <laughs> it, here he comes. It's come to me, it's come to me. <laughs> So I started watching um, Prince Harry's documentary of Oprah about the mental health, um, which is actually very deep and, like, touching. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> you don't look impressed. Um, but basically, Oprah said in there about, like, she had a really bad home life and she would go no. to school and school would be her escape and Aww. she owes everything to the teachers she had. Aww. And I'm like, it just annoys me now that we're, we're in the 21st century where things should be going forward and be yeah. accepted, yet kids are missing out on that opportunity. Some kids are missing out on that mm. opportunity to have that experience of belonging in school and having school as their escape. Yeah. Because if they don't get it at home, then they're not getting it at school. They're, they're not getting it wherever, anywhere. Yeah. And then and God that, knows that, what the situation Exactly. That leads to a very long, dark path. Yeah. And it's just... I just... Yeah. And, like, school isn't always great for everyone. Like, I don't look back at school and be like, oh, my God, I love it. But, like, mm. you know... I didn't have to deal with this sort of stuff, so I can't imagine how not enjoying school anyway, and then not even be able to like play like peers as my favorite lessons. So they're not even be able to do it with people that you're mates with and you're really close to. Exactly. Like, what are they going to do? Like, are they literally just going to say like, like force them to go and play like football with the boys? Well, yeah. No thanks. Like, I mean, actually, I walked through the park last night and I saw a mixed football team going on. Yeah, and, I oh went my to God. Bend, and I saw there's a, a mixed netball team, and I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. In, so in the park by us, yeah. there's like um, tennis court, like a court mm. basically, and you can do like tennis or netball. And mm. um, me and Gabriel were walking past there the other week, and there was like little school kids in there, Aww. and they were playing netball. And we were like standing there for a minute, and we stopped, and I was like, "This looks kind of creepy." <laughs> we were like, "Are that is that mixed?" And it was like mixed netball, me- mixed netball. Yeah, and I was net- like, "Oh my god, we never had that in school." So that actually is a mixed netball. When I was a kid, 
there was I can't remember what it's called like a different type of netball was in like five players right and that is mixed but I don't know whether that's traditional netball or like a different kind because okay. those are different kind that you can do mm. but it's just anyone can play okay. well, I mean yeah, obviously anyone can play anything yeah but, but like yeah like, and that's great yeah but like it's nice that even in like adulthood we can still do it now yeah and no, I I just yeah like, people are gonna like kids are gonna miss out on that like so much fun. and it does so impact bonding. you yeah. like it really does impact you like I remember my mum always saying like school will be the best years of your life because oh, like, you, God. you don't no, have thanks. the stress of like adult life which I'm like yeah I get that and like, I miss school for that mm. but then again like we've spoke about this we spoke about when we had Holly on mm. the show um it, like looking back at my school, like there's so much more they could have done. Yeah, and so I'm like, much. I know obviously Florida's in a different country. Yeah, halfway across the world, kind of thing. Mm. But it's that thing again of like, why, like, how did this pass? Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, it just makes me think that I'm like, it's such a. It's so sad that how we think like oh, everyone's celebrating Pride Month, and yet these sort of very real, tangible changes are still happening. Well, I think it was in like Latvia. I might be wrong. They people went to to the streets to cover a. Pride crosswalk, like zebra crossing, people, like people would touch the streets and start painting over it. <gasps> and it's like, oh my god, like, like my so the very first trans um, zebra crossing was actually from where I'm from. Yeah, I saw that. And I yeah. literally, oh my god, as soon as they put that up and it's like going out in the news, yeah, I literally laughed so much because. Ha- like obviously smiled because like happy that yeah, my town was the first to do that yeah. but also second because I know so many people in that town would be angry yeah. and be like what the fuck is this yeah. and I'm like please like I know so many people that have to walk across that bloody zebra crossing but you know when you're like it's a zebra crossing like why does that fucking affect you it doesn't matter what fucking colour like I think it's lovely that they've done it but no, you know yeah. when you're like people in that field people like where you're from it's a bit like Okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's a zebra crossing. Mm-hmm. So how do, again, like our fucking motto of the show, how the fuck does this affect you? Honestly, like, and it's like... I You're don't... not going to become gay by walking over it. Honestly, like, and I think that's the thing, like, it's such a, that makes the town seem so forward-thinking, and I'm like, but I know it's not. Yeah, because the reality is people that will actually be annoyed by it. Oh my god, yeah, like, I got picked, well, not, I don't say picked on, because I weren't picked on, because it didn't, like, whatever, but, but, like, I got called out once, after a night out for wearing a top with tassels on my sleeve, asking if I was gay and if Gable was my boyfriend and all of this. And it's like, what, well, just, just because I, I had a tassel was around the sleeve of my top. But and I was like, no, please. I mean, I looked amazing. Yeah. But like, it, for me, that was, I'm like, if you want to, you think that's extra, you should see my wardrobe. Yeah, literally like, that. I'll take you for a tour. You haven't like, seen nothing yet. Yeah, you haven't seen nothing. <laughs> but it's that thing of like, if you really think that that's that, mm. like, and I'm like, yeah. the town isn't as forward-thinking as you think it is. Yeah, but... there's a thing that you can have all the zebra crossings in the world, but you're still not going to change the Oh my god, yeah, do not guaranteed people will walk over that and not even know what it means. Yeah. People will be that uneducated. Yeah. To be like, I don't know what this means, but okay. whatever, like, it's pretty. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but do you know what it stands for? Yeah. Like... I mean, I feel like I'd rather <laughs> them be like, oh, I don't know what this means, than them be like, let's spit on it and say I hate it. Yeah. But... Which probably people have probably done. But, but, like, that's, like, not really... I mean, it's a pretty shit choice. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. And another thing this week. So, we both saw this, coincidentally. <laughs> it was <laughs> going to be my good news of the week. But then we delved a little <laughs> deeper and we're like, mm, actually, no, this isn't good news. No. So, Virgin Radio um, are doing like an LGBT station mm-hmm. for like 
and it's gonna have tea and coffee as a presenter, loads of really cool people that we like. Like literally, I think we'd listen to this radio station. Oh my god, I, I was so excited right. when I read about this. And then it's actually only until September. Like, like <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> like it's just I think I just don't understand it. And like who knows, maybe they will like extend it if it does well, which I'm sure it will do. But it's just ridiculous that like you're only being given a few months. Yeah, and it's like I've like with Tia as well. Like Tia's so funny. Yeah. And she's gonna do such a good job. Yeah. And regardless of like Tia, like I just think it's ridiculous that like we don't have like a massive LGBT radio station. Like I can't think of one. And that's like, really bad. The only one I can think of is like oh my god, is it like Gadio or something? I'd like to make I that have up. no idea. Okay, let me fun. Google this. That's what I mean. Like, I would listen to that like so much. Like, it'd be, the music. Can you imagine? Oh, there's it'd be one so good. that like I yeah, Gadio, right. and then there's another one. Um, okay, maybe that's not. Maybe but that's the fact that like we're not like oh that one that one I can get out of my car straight away. I'm gonna do, but like even though I know of Gadio, and I'm pretty sure there's another one, but I can't remember what it's called. You don't listen to it. I yeah, I've never listened to it. Yeah. Like never. <laughs> and like Virgin Radio is like a big platform you know they've got a good reach I imagine mm. um, and they're broadcasting from the 7th of June to the end of September um, and they've got loads of different like queer radio DJs and it's gonna you know work with pride charities and stuff but again it's just like well, why can't we just have it every single day yeah and it's just that thing of like again like it might be carried on who knows but like also they're not planning for it to yeah the fact that it's not even that like it's not. It has an end date. Yeah, it's like okay, we'll do this for a bit. Let's show that we can. Yeah. But like, then we'll go back. To and the then we'll chop it off. Yeah. yeah, literally. Ugh, so annoying. Yeah. Um. It's like one step forward, three steps back. Yeah, and it is. I think that's the thing. Like, it's Pride Month. Like, it's meant to be a month of, obviously, like we. I, I'm very much more knowledgeable about this now. Of like. There's still so much more to happen. Yes, yeah, so It's much. not just a celebration. It is about educating yourself. It is about learning and teaching other people. And, mm. like, again, like, when it comes to prides, like, the march is a march. It's a protest. It yeah, shouldn't be not a... Like a party. It shouldn't be like, a parade. It's fun, but it's not a... It's not a free for yeah. party. And I think, like, obviously, when we, like, we've been, when we yeah. go, like, it's, it is a party because you celebrate it. Yeah, because we're, like, but, so happy to be there. Yeah, but, and I think what's good about, like... Pride when we do go, they do take those moments to remember where this all started and what we're doing, what needs to be done, and all of that. Mm. Um, but it's just sad that, like, there's all this stuff that's happening at the start of it, yeah. And I'm like, come on, like, it's the start of Pride Month, like, Mm. why is it now, like, yeah, everything's sort of coming out now, and I'm like, for God's sake, like, yeah, like, just yeah, literally, like. Mm. Take the month to develop yourself, read books, like listen to podcasts, watch shows, everything. Yeah, like, learn. It's and it's the fact that or oh, straight off the bat it's like like Love Island, then Florida, yeah, and now Virgin. Virgin. And it's like, come on. Like yeah, and I'm pretty sure like Virgin is one of the main sponsors of Pride. Yeah. Well they like, were. Oh really? I can't remember, I might be wrong. But I'm pretty sure I remember them being a sponsor somewhere for Pride. And it's just like sad because it's like, yeah, like you call you tried, but like it was really cool to have like a permanent radio station. Do you know what? Again, I think it goes back to nothing. You made such a valid point with like Love Island. It's just lazy. Mm. It's like, so lazy. Lazy, cheap, mm-hmm. all the negatives. But 
in negatives comes positives because <laughs> that's who we are. We're positive, we're positive people, people, guys. <laughs> We've got on very negatively. Let's spin this around. Be more happy. Drink more wine. Um, so. Um, obviously, like we've said, brands have been um, releasing their pride collections, um, which is great to a point. Um, and very thankful for those who are actually donating more than like 5% or mm. 7% in some cases. Um, oh, 7%? Don't, mm, don't, don't push the bar out literally. now. Um, but we wanted to, throughout Pride Month, we wanted to highlight some actual LGBTQIA plus owned brands. That um, are supportive of the community the whole way through. Yep. Every day. 24-7. Yeah. days a year. Literally. Come rain, sleet or snow, <laughs> sunshine. God knows what the British weather will come. Um, they're there, basically. And yeah. we just wanted to give them a shout out and we're going to do it throughout Pride Month. So before we get started with our ones this week, we just wanted to say that if you are an LGBTQIA plus owned brand or you know someone who is... Um, please get in touch with us because we would love to give them a shout out. We will also be posting you on our Instagram feed um, to promote you and just say thank you, basically. Um, but let's get started with yeah, our first one. today. Yes. So our first one is... So I'm going to read this as Tomboy X. X. Yeah. Um, and basically it is a brand, I think an underwear and apparel brand. Yeah. Um, that champions LGBTQIA plus people. They honestly like going for their products and everything they have is amazing. Like they're such nice people. Um, I'm in love with these trans flag boxes, by the way. Oh my god, we should get you some. And the dog that comes with it, hopefully. <laughs> um, but honestly, like it's just so nice to see brands doing this. Like the feed is so diverse. There's people of color. There's people of different sizes. Probably people of different genders. Mm. Doesn't need to be stated because it doesn't need to be. And like on their bio, of like that they're about. They say that um, underwear that anybody can feel comfortable in, regardless of where they thought, where they fought in the size or gender spectrum. Um, and it's just. Yeah, it's just nice. And I love My the fact that... Naomi, yeah, a tale of two tomboys. Yeah. Living for it. Yeah, we love it. Um, yes, thank you, guys. And our next one is... Oh, yeah, so this is so... Technically, might not be LGBT-owned. We check that out. But it's very, very, very inclusive. Um, and it's based in Dundee, Scotland. Mm -hmm. So this is Wild Mode. And it's a small independent brand based in Dundee, Scotland. And they make size-inclusive underwear and leggings to order... They're fun, they're colourful, and they use vegan water-based inks. They're gender-free, sensory-friendly, and in, like, literally every size going. And they do, like, loads of different stuff as well. Like, they do, like, T-shirts, but they do, like, underwear. But then they also do, like, what, what do you call it? What, what, hang on. <laughs> um, like, ostomy bag covers. Yeah. And, like, literally on their website, the first thing you see... It's like so many different size models that you just don't see anywhere else. It's like so bright, so colourful. Like there's actually like, there's a lot of underwear today. There was a lot of underwear. underwear. <laughs> and they also took Shein to court, I think, because um, they copied their, their print and they won. Um, which is amazing. Which is so fucking amazing, <laughs> like good on them. And literally like, there's like a boxer short called like fuck you I'm pink boxer shorts fuck you I'm blue boxer shorts <laughs> and they just look really fun and yeah happy and inclusive and yeah it's just nice to give your money to someone else that's actually like you can just see the founder on their like about you page mm -hmm. 
and it's just really nice to like actually get to know who you're like helping out. And I think stuff. that's what's so nice about like this is and this is one of the reasons that we wanted to do this throughout Pride Month. Um and we are going to make it a regular thing afterwards yeah. with small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um no matter what group they belong to or any community. Yeah. Um but basically it's just I think I think it's so nice to actually get to know the people behind the yeah. company. Like you mm. we're so used to seeing like big brands yeah. out there, not gonna name any. And like also but, like, we're, and we're guilty of not guilty, but we're like we're so used to seeing yeah, like, oh like, yeah. like every single like high street brand gathering. Yeah. Um and I think it's that thing of like it's just it's so much more personal. Mm, and I think everyone forgets because I've seen a few of these TikToks that it's like, are you overpaying the independent creator or are you actually paying them what they're worth? Yeah. And you're so used to paying you brand such little prices because mm-hmm. they underpay their stuff and take all the profits. Yeah. And we've gotten into that mindset of being like, oh my god, this independent brand's like charging like 15 quid <laughs> for a pair of pants. How dare they? And it's like, no, no, that's what it's actually worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're paying their staff what they should be. Mm-hmm. They're getting their materials and it's just you forget that. And it's like for the wild mode, it's like, like they're talking about the woman who owns it called Deborah. She's like a single parent. She has two sons, both with disabilities. Um, and it's just like you're like oh this is actually like gonna give like someone like some fucking money that actually like deserves it yeah and like who's like giving back to the company and like giving back to their people and their yeah and, like just the whole representation like like wild mode it just seems I mean and to be fair both brands think yeah. that we've shouted out the diversity on them and it's just it's so nice and refreshing. And it's not like a quick PR stunt to be like, oh, we'll, we'll get a trans model in. Just, 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 just oh, it's Pride Month, quick, we need to do a collection. Yeah, like, this is like this is their motto. This is what they, who they are. This is who they are. Yeah. This is their brand statement. Literally. Um, but yeah. But yeah, thank you for those two brands. Yeah. So do you have some good news of the week? Because that's, that's good news, that positivity. Honestly, it's carried the positivity on. So, my good news of the week um, is, so the headline reads, Crane Jean Pierre or Jean Pierre mm-hmm. makes history as first gay woman to lead White House press briefing. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, you know, sticking with the thing. Um, <laughs> Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean Pierre might be pronouncing this wrong. I'm really sorry. Um, just became the very first gay woman to lead a White House press briefing in the James S. Brady briefing room earlier this week, and the second black woman to do also do so. What the she, fuck? Sorry. She said, it's a real honour to be standing here today. Clearly the president believes that representation matters and I appreciate him giving me this opportunity. The first black woman to conduct the White House br- press briefing was Judy Smith in 1991. Wait, she's the second? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. 20 years? Yeah. No, 30 years. Karine is the second. 30 years. Yeah. 30, fucking hell. She served as, so this is uh, Judy Smith, um, served as a specialist assistant to the president and deputy press secretary under President George H.W. Bush from 91 to 93. Um, her crisis management skills guided the administration through the public controversy around Clarence Thomas's nomination to the Supreme Court, beginning her reputation as a fixer. Um, and as the first LGBTQ person to conduct a White House press briefing was then Deputy White House Press Secretary Eric Schultz in 2014. So even then, like, from going from a person of colour and then having the very first person of the LGBTQ plus community in 2014... Fuck it, like... Oh. To now having the very first... I know this is meant to be good news. ...gay and black woman. Like, it just... I feel like, oh. I feel Sorry, like we're almost 100... Reason. Like, I'm so happy for her. Like, I'm so happy. But I feel like we're, we've gone 100, 100 years backwards. Also, like, her skin is glowing. Oh, Sorry. Well, she is absolutely bloody beautiful. I know, that's not the point. Like, <laughs> it's not the point. Like, like, like what's the you did well done, hun. 
Um, but yeah, well done. Yeah, like I, it's so nice to actually see that some things are happening. Yeah, some things are changing. About time, but it's yeah, it's just it's so nice to see that under the Biden presidency, yeah, things are moving. Things are changing. Yes, um, that Florida thing is a bit of a it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, well done, uh, Corrine. Well done, lovely. Um, so, Lydia, book of the week. We're what do we have? Reading. She's so, back, guys. She's fully back now. I Scott Hassler is on the train. <laughs> um, so I'm reading this week The Power of Geography by Tim Marshall. So this is his sequel to his book called Prisoners of Geography. It came out about like six years ago. I mean, I feel like a prisoner of geography, but that's because... I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the point. The point of the book, the first book was saying how geography limits countries in terms of how powerful they can be in the world. Mm. So, like, Russia can never be the biggest power in the world because they have so much, like, land. Mm-hmm. Can't, oh, I can't remember why. There is a reason. And, like, and then this book is talking about, like, the countries that have power and, like, how their landmass and like things like mountains and rivers and stuff all dictate how powerful you can be on a global scale. Oh my god, this sounds like deep. Yeah, it's and deep. very interesting. Yeah, so like I just wanted to chat about Australia, and um, and so basically like because of Australia, like the way Australia is formed, because so much of it is like desert. Basically, most of the population lives by the coast, mm. and that has like, an impact on resources and stuff. And then, like where Australia is situated, because it's an island, mm. it's like, the fucking biggest island in the world. <laughs> it's like who do they like? Because they can like they have like they can see all the seas around them, but then it's like who do they let in, who do they partner do, with, yeah. and then like it's just really interesting because it also goes into like, the history of the countries and stuff. So like, I learned about Australia. And I was like, I knew we like took over Australia but I didn't realise to the extent that we did right and that you learn about like the Aborigines and stuff and that they literally weren't even given the right to vote in their own fucking country for like the 1970s like and it seems like that you learn the whole history in like a chapter and it's really interesting but it was like the present day and like who the power players are like what their relationship with other countries are oh my god that sounds really interesting it's so interesting like it's quite deep but you have to be like the rest of the chapter in Iran and I was like okay fucking I should pay attention to this because I'm it's like Australia I'm like I think I know what's happening you kind of yeah but like Iran I was like I have no fucking clue but yeah it's so interesting there's a chapter on the UK that I haven't got to yet and I'm like oh I wonder what he's going to say about us oh okay probably not good I think he's he's like from the UK so it'll be interesting to see how he like Oh my god, that sounds cool. I like would see that, and I'm like, absolutely not. Mm. And I think like what is quite nice about you doing book of the week is yeah. actually like I, that I would actually want to read that. Yeah. Now after hearing about yeah, it, yeah, because you don't have to read the first one to read that one either. Oh okay. Um, like, is, so is each chapter in, a different country? Yeah, each chapter a different country. Oh my god. So Australia, Iran, I'm on Saudi Arabia now. Okay. I didn't like and it's things like I didn't realize Saudi Arabia was basically a whole country to like a hundred years ago. Mm. Like the formation of it as Saudi Arabia became a thing like a hundred years ago yeah and it's just like so it's so you just don't know like, yeah realize. it's so much sort of like oh well history that you just you just you, realize you don't know yeah and it's almost like you weren't really taught yeah I guess. and i guess like there's so much you can't teach they only got a certain amount of time yeah but yeah and it's like art and like obviously when like britain just pops up and it's like what we give money to what mm-hmm. we like supported what we didn't it's like oh okay yeah i've seen some things okay i'm seeing something noted, happen here noted. <laughs> 
Boris, I've got some, I've got some words to say. Meet me now, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really interesting. I would highly recommend. In, I love the cover as well. Yeah, the cover's cool. very pretty. Yeah, it's cool. Lovely. Um, so what have you been gifted this week? I can um, see the little box. My gift is with me. Um, <laughs> and we may Fresh pop off. it open after. Oh, will we now? Basically, I was very kindly gifted um, by my good friend at... Um, Instinct PR, little shout out for you guys. Um, basically, they're looking after a company called Crate Cocktails. Um, oh, here we go. Of course. <laughs> uh, they know me so well. Um, basically, and they, the brand, the company, do different um, cocktail packages, essentially, that you can get sent to you. Um, I'm seeing all the hay. Sorry for the rustling. Yeah, I can see all, it's not hay, but you know, the fact um, like, where's the fucking drink, you, Scott? So this... The one I got sent was the pink porn star martini because I was Ooh! intrigued. Yeah, by the pink. Pink. Um, and they describe it. It's like peach. No, it's like a peachy orange. Um, a delicious twist on a classic cocktail made by shaking absolute vanilla vigorously. Ooh. Um, with passion fruit puree, pink peppercorn syrup, Ooh, pineapple spicy. juice, and fresh lime, Ooh. served with a shot of pink prosecco. Um, it sounds absolutely amazing. That it comes with a little amazing. ingredients card if you want to remake it. Does it come with like a shaker or like, what do you, how do you like make it? So, oh, what's that? Oh, it comes with literally everything you need apart from obviously the shaker, uh, I think. Okay, cool. Um, I might be wrong. There's absolutely so much is nice vodka as well. Oh, well, it absolutely is stunning. Um, so it's good quality as well. What is, oh, I'm, I'm just like but, investigating now. Yeah, sorry guys, we're just unpacking, <laughs> bear with. Oh my god, there's look, like... It's, yeah. it's not just like one little drink. You just like pineapple juice. Oh you get God. everything. Um, amazing. And they do so many different ones. Like I was asked to choose, and I because I thought this one was different. I was like, absolutely, let's go for this one. What other ones were there? <sighs> oh my God! Uh, literally, there was so many. Was there and there was one. I think espresso martini might have been one. I'm not entirely Margarita? sure. Margarita. I don't think there was oh, a Margarita one actually. Get on it. I'm please. not sure. I might be wrong. But um. Basically, yeah, and they do like packages where you can get like mixed ones as well, so you can oh, get a few. That's quite fun because I feel like you sometimes don't have to buy like, every single syrup under the sun, but just do like, exactly. oh, I want to like, make this one cocktail. These are so fun, like throughout lockdown, like these mm. like these kind of companies became so great. And again, mm. like I love to give out a shout out to the company because I think they're like a, a smallish brand because I've, I've not heard of them before no. being in the industry. Um, and... I cannot wait to make them. I mean, yeah. we may make them after this. And also, like, even before, like, even after lockdown, like, it's still, like, you know, you don't have to buy, like, pineapple juice. I like, think it's just so much easier like, when everything yeah, comes to, with you, like, with, yeah. it, with it, because... You have to go to the shop. Oh, my God, like, walking down those aisles, being like, okay, I need <laughs> this syrop, and they're like... You ask the shoppers and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, uh, I don't know either, hun, but yeah. I need my cocktail. You tell me. <laughs> my cocktail knows? needs this. Um, but, yeah, that's my gift of the week, and I'm... Thank you guys again. Little shout-out, guys. Um, create cocktails, but yeah, fun, lovely. Yeah, it looks really nice. Can't wait to um give them a go. Yeah. So that is it from us. It's been quite a long one. Yeah, it's been a long one, guys. But we've had a lot to unpack. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Please, please continue to rate, review, subscribe, and literally leave us a little view on Apple or Spotify. I don't even do Spotify actually. But just tell us that you love us. Yes. Please. And please like share with your pals and your friends and your families and your dogs. Scott's dog's literally here. Honestly, like, like I'm gonna telling my dog to tell her friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as always you can get in touch with Instagram on Instagram, which is wind down the podcast. 
You can email us at windandthepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at winddown underscore. Um, and that's it. And that's it at the moment. Um, that, but yeah, that'll be it. That'll that's be it. it. <laughs> that, that, there's nothing else. We're not going on TikTok. We're Please old. do share, guys, and keep sending the love. We love your support so much. It really means a lot to us. It really and does. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.